0: You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Social Babes, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. Today I have Ketsia who is a senior medical esthetician, clinical trainer, and founder of Feed Your Skin
1: Skin Management. So
0: hey girl, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thank you. I really have- Appreciate being on here.
0: (laughs) No worries. It's so nice to have you. I'm super excited to collaborate with you on this episode. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the medical cosmetic industry.
1: So essentially, I started at 14 years old. I know that sounds young, but hey, had to keep busy, right? So about 14 years old, I had the privilege of working with a family friend. Who owned a makeup studio. Um, and of course, I would go after school and only a couple of days a week and uh, try to just start learning and getting a feel for things. And slowly she started to teach me how to. I kind of already had a knack for makeup artistry. Um, I loved just making women feel good with makeup, you know, playing on your mom, playing on your aunt when you're younger, la. <laughs> and then um, with this family friend here in the makeup studio, she essentially got me kind of um, gave me a taste for it. So then I, I actually actually learned from her, um, how to do more in makeup artistry. And then I essentially stayed with her for a few years. And then after, well, not after school, but, um, on the weekends, I would then start doing freelance makeup artistry wow. for weddings or, or photo shoots or things like that. Yeah. I was pretty young doing all that because I just loved it. And Hey, I had to make some extra cash. Um, but you know, although I loved that, I loved making women, you know, feel good, you know, Oh, I love my makeup. I love the way I look and so on and so forth. I couldn't help, but think of like all the conditions, the skin conditions that I'm covering up with makeup. And I thought they feel good with the makeup on, but how about feeling good in their own skin without that? Like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. It feels great. It makes you happy, whatever. But how about your own skin? Your own skin should make you happy. So, um, long story short, um, you know, fast forward, I decided to, um, go back to learn, um, go to college to learn medical aesthetics. And, uh, just to get a feel for it to understand if I liked it. So I went back to college and straight out of college, started working with surgeons, um, and right away got right into medical aesthetics. So treating people's skin, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to treat the skin conditions and make people feel good first in their skin before even ever having to, you know, cover it up with makeup. So I started working right away with lasers and chemical peels and microdermabrasion and, and all that good stuff. That's part of the medical cosmetic uh, field. And I just love that I could help people, um, women and men just feel good in their skin. And so that's pretty much what got me, got me going, got me into it. And I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. Wow. That is
0: amazing. And I love that story so much. So uh, I don't know if you knew this about me, but I actually started in the beauty industry as well. So I started as a hairdresser, you know, did some makeup Then I was in microblading, you know, did, you know, facial courses and things like that before I ever moved into social media. And one of the biggest things I used to hear all the time is like, Oh, like, what can I use to cover up my acne? What can I use to cover up this? And it's like, girl, like you realize what you're saying, like, you're just saying cover up my mm-hmm. acne instead of what can I do to clear up my acne? Two very different things, right? Yes. So I think it's so important, you know, like, trust me, and you know this, ladies, you know, beauty starts from within, and then you got to work on your skin and make sure you're taking care of yourself and nourishing yourself. And then, you know, these little things like acne and things like this, like it is so treatable, but it's about taking care of your skin first, right? Not just throwing all this crap on your face to kind of hopefully hide it, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's part of the reason why too, I love what I do, because it's just about educating people on what is best for them. Like you said, it's not about just throwing things on your face, whether it be makeup or even just a whole bunch of you know, skincare that's the latest fad or, oh, my friend likes this and she's using this and I'm gonna use it too. It's like, listen, you know what? Uh, I'm here to tailor things according to what your skin needs, not what, it's not gonna be what your skin needs just like your friend's skin. It's gonna be different, right. everybody's different. Um, so it needs to be tailored and, and that's what I love because then people feel good about how their skin feels because it's tailored for them, right? For sure.
0: And it's, it's across the board. Like even twin sisters have two very different skin conditions, two very different sets of needs for their skin. So it's, it's so important. And, you know, kind of piggybacking on that, why don't you tell us what made you pick the name Feed Your Skin for your business name?
1: Well, exactly like the name says. So I just, you know, I always thought it's food for the skin. Everything I do is food for the skin. Um, Yes, of course, what you intake, like you said, you know, it's like it comes from within. So, you know, what we intake means a lot, of course, that's going to show up on our skin, um, because it affects our body, but you also got to feed your skin properly from the outside. So I thought my company should be feed your skin. um, Because essentially, what that means is feeding your skin with proper cosmetic treatments, uh, good medical grade skincare, um, and just getting the right N- uh, nutrients that your skin needs. Um, so I thought, well, yeah, it should be about feeding your skin because that's what I'm all about. So I'm like, let's choose feed your skin. It only makes sense because it goes with, you know, what I talk about. It's my whole little spiel, right? Always about feeding your skin. So, um, in so many ways, uh, more than one, but definitely, definitely from the outside. So feed your skin was my go-to name. That is awesome. I love that so much. And it's such a unique name. Like
0: you normally don't hear like fun names like that, especially in the, like the medical industry, like medical yeah. cosmetic industry, They're normally very like, you know, structured, Like yes. aren't so fun. So I love the name so much.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you know, when did you
1: launch Feed Your Skin? So when did you open your clinic? Oh, it's actually fairly new. Um, and it's just a, um, it's actually more of a, um, online kind of somewhat mobile i work with clinics as well because i'm you know i I help clinics open up uh, and consult and stuff like that but i actually opened up uh in 2019 uh but i think it was january 2019 so early 2019 i always kind of had it in the background but it was never like a a name it wasn't anything it was just kind of a thought and finally i thought well let me just bring it out there Um, and so january 2019 i thought let's do this and it started out with more mobile services um, And then I incorporated other mobile services, um, more non-invasive skin treatments, again, mobile. So I would go to their homes, do things, go to patients' homes. Um, And then I also started um, consulting for clinics um, as well. So within my company, I started doing, you know, helping clinics like open up. Uh, these doctors, these nurses that want to start in the more of the cosmetic sector of things or the medical aesthetic sector of things. It's like helping them to understand how they can build their practice with all the modalities that they have, you know, between their skincare and their treatments and their injectables. How do they put it together? How can they sell it? So yeah, started that from January and it's just been going from there, January, 2019. That's amazing. And
0: I love that you help other people as well because I feel like this industry is so competitive. And um, yeah, it's I feel like the beauty industry is like the number one most competitive industry because there's so many people that just kind of are like, oh, I could do that and just want to start up their own business. So with that being said, what are some tips that you have for like client retention and, you know, standing out amongst other people that are, it's very saturated, right?
1: So when it comes to client retention, I would say, first of all, like, just bring your a game to, to every, to every moment you have with your client, bring your a game, uh, you know, stand out from the others. Be, I, I kind of look at it as like a precious piece of gold, you know, be like that precious piece of gold that your clients will want to hang on to. Right. Like stand out right. as, as, different. Uh, communicate with your clients since ultimately we all know communication is key. So even if it's as simple as a quick hello, or, you know, I, I hope in your family are doing well and stay safe. Let's just say during this, you know, current medical situation or following up on your last um, visit with them, whether it was in person or virtual, now, how are okay. you doing? How was your last treatment? How are you feeling since then? Um, you know, have a professional, but yet happy and outgoing personality. Um, and and since this usually shows how much you care about your business and about your client, right? Um, and also just bring your own knowledge and experience to your client so that you can educate them on what is best for them um, and also about your business and and why. So, for example, I have to explain and educate my clients on the tailored treatments for them and how these benefit them and why. And they like that. Your clients like to be educated and know about you and your business and what it's all about. So I feel like that retains clients, especially in this
0: industry. Right. I I totally agree with you. And I feel like across the board with every industry, the biggest thing is like giving value and giving your clients, your customers, your potential clients and customers, your followers, a reason why they need to come back to you. You know, and I think a lot of people are so scared too about giving too much information or, oh, if I, if I tell them everything, then they're not going to need to come back. And it's really the opposite because it lets them know that you care about them. And You've established that know, like trust feature with your clients, with your audience that makes them want to come back to you because they know, you know, your stuff,
1: right? Exactly. No, that's just it. People like to know, right? And, and listen, you got to think of it like, of course they can go on Google and search for everything because everything's on Google, but forget that you want to be the one to educate them because you want them to keep coming to you to know stuff, right? About your business or what you do. Exactly. And plus that's the easiest way
0: to know what they're looking for so that you can continue to grow your brand. So yeah. with that being said, you know, what are some ways that you have gotten your name out there and started to build your brand?
1: Okay. So first of all, of course, as we all know, social media is key. Yes. <laughs> so of course social media is a great platform. I would say that's number one, get yourself on Instagram, on Facebook, and even now with, the, with TikTok, like even just to build brand awareness right? As, I mean, as odd as it might sound, but it, just get your name out there, right? right. Like people thinking, Oh, I know that name. I know that name. Get out there. Um, social media, um, attend events. I mean, before COVID you could attend events more often, of course, but even if they are now virtual, um, it's good to attend these online events, uh, whatever they might be that, um, fit well with your business. Um, you know, get word of mouth going, uh, through these events because that of course, word of mouth is always a big deal and helps a lot. Um, I also feel like getting good Google reviews or good testimonials. You know, I honestly feel that like, I look at, at that for many other businesses. So I feel like, you know, if you're a business owner, you should make sure of that as well. Um, and like you said, especially in this industry, it's very competitive. Um, good to get your name out there, having those good Google reviews and good testimonials. That's that'll, you know, get people more interested and, um, I find also teaming up with other businesses that would work well with yours. Teamwork, yes. you know, it's all about teamwork. Teamwork, you know. Nowadays, it's more about working together, not so much. You know, I'm gonna put you down. You're gonna put me down. Let's let's you know let's work together. Um, but team up with businesses that work well with yours so that you can maybe create packages together and help build your brand as well as help someone else with their brand. For example, I don't know. I might team up with a photographer to offer maybe mini microdermabrasion sessions and free skin consults so that their clients can have glowing skin, uh, before, before an event, whatever it might be. Right. So just teaming up, I find that also helps to get your name out there and gets people more aware of who you are.
0: Right. And I think that's something you're really good at, um, is reaching out to, you know, other business owners or, you know, even in terms of the podcast, like you were just so fearless girl. And I admire that so much about you because yeah, no, but you take it into your own hands and a lot of people sit around waiting for people to come to them. And that's the thing is like, you cannot wait for things to come to you. You've got to take it into your own hands and you've got to be like, okay, I want to build my brand. I want to be the authority. I want to be somebody that's well known in my area. I want to be that go-to person. The only way to do that is by talking about your brand and other people talking about your brand, right? And really just spreading the awareness.
1: Yep, Exactly.
0: I love that so much. So, okay. So what are some things to keep in mind when building a beauty service-based
1: business? Okay. So I feel like these, I really had to think about because it's really, it's really important. um, First of all, you know, don't get scared of the competition, but be aware, understand the competition. You know, you may only be a medical esthetician like myself, and you think, oh, but there's doctors and there's surgeons and there's cosmetic uh, nurses that offer similar or the same treatments or medical grade skincare. I can't compete. But, you know, trust me when I tell you, you will bring something to the table through your business that your clients will love and stay focused on that, right? Uh, don't feel like, you know, number two, don't feel like you won't be good enough. Um, just think you're actually part of a wide network. Like we like we were saying, the, the beauty industry, this whole you know, thing is, is this industry is very large. So instead of thinking that you aren't good enough, you know, just do it, just, just dive into it. Um, don't feel like you aren't good enough and, and you can't, uh, run your business in this industry. Um, also key thing, number three is always be willing to learn and, you know, keep up to date with what's out there and the latest technologies. I mean, technologies are always changing and especially in the beauty industry. It's like, every two months there's something new whether it be with injectables like new fillers and new neurotoxins or there's you know new laser companies and these laser companies have new modalities or you know new microneedling or so many things new dermaplaning or threading anyways there's so much the list can go on and on but (laughs) be willing to honestly we could talk about that list for hours but (laughs) you know like always be willing to learn keep up to date with what's out there and just really keep up with the latest technologies. Even if it's like taking simple courses or joining on webinars, understanding, learning that will um, really, I feel like that's also something to really keep in mind when you're building your beauty business. And again, like I said before, be willing to team up. That's my biggest thing. Be willing to team up. That is so awesome. Main points. Yeah, for
0: sure. And I think like, again, one of the biggest things you said is like, don't think that you're not good enough because I feel like a lot of the times in the beauty industries where it was like, oh, there's a better lash check than us, there's a better medical aesthetician than us. But at the end of the day, it's like you went, you got your training girl, like you're good, you're certified, you got your proper licenses intact, whatever you need to, you know, get started, as long as you're making sure that you're continuing that education. Like imposter syndrome's real <laughs> and it's a real thing. Yes, yes. It's, it's so true. Yeah. So just making sure that you know we're keeping on updating our education and being the best version of us that we can be and that's going to happen you know by collaborating and putting our best face forward and you know not bashing other people but educating right like that's the most important thing
1: exactly exactly because we all work together right so
0: exactly yep For sure. So, okay. I have one last question for you and actually two, I have one that I'm going to throw at you. So (laughs) yeah. So this one is, you know, with that being said, so now we're starting to see, so where are you located
1: again? So I'm actually North of the 404. So I'm out like, you know, up North near new market. Um, okay, I'm
0: an Aurora. We're like sisters. Oh, <laughs> we're one beside each other. Yeah. yeah. Girl, when we're trying to explain the, the geographical location, it's like, oh, I'm 30 minutes north of Toronto. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, with that being said, so then you're right in the same boat. So now we're starting to look into like these phases starting to open up with people in the beauty industry, um, in terms of COVID. So with people that are kind of getting ready to launch, cause I know you were able to reopen your doors not too long ago. So with that being said, um, you know, what are some tips that you have in terms of pivoting as somebody in this industry?
1: Well, especially with everything that's been going on, I'll be honest, it's much more difficult, you know, obviously it's not the normal that we were used to, you know, there's a lot, we have to think about a lot of prepping that goes involved in seeing our patients now. Um, And even with me, you know, like I was, I was doing more mobile treatments before, but now I've had to really cut that down. Um, the majority of my treatments now, you know, I've partnered with a clinic and I've, you know, been able to basically bring my clients to the clinic and, you know, we have a little, uh, you know, thing that we do together and everybody can go there and it's, you know, it's according to COVID standards and everything's taken care of safely. And according to the, to what the, um, you know, ministry of health wants, right. Right. Um, to the best degree possible. Um, but it's important not to let it go. That's what I would say. Don't think, Oh, you know, I'm just gonna let it all go. You know, forget it. This pandemic happened. I'm done. No, there's ways of doing things, and um, just follow direction. Be safe. You know, use your brain. Like really use your brain and think of ways to keep your business going in other ways. And even now that we can, you know, people can somewhat see each other in small groups. Of course, with with safety gear on, you know, I'm I'm, I'm able to do skin consultations, skin consultations and stuff. But a lot of times, these skin consultations are also virtual. Right? They're all right. online. Um, because you want to respect the other person too, and make sure that they're comfortable. So you give them the option. Um, but the key is to just keep going and find ways to keep going. Um, despite what's going on and just keep following direction as best you can.
0: For sure. And did you find that you took parts of your businesses online that were not online before, or was that new for you to start doing online consultations?
1: Yes, it was definitely online consultations were new and it was a little difficult, right? Because I'm so used to seeing the skin up close and mm-hmm. I'm so used to being able to touch the skin, right. And understand and feel and do a full skin analysis and understand what's going on. Um, and now it was so hard, you know, maybe sometimes the camera would mess up or something. And so it's, hard <laughs> for me. It's, it's very difficult to see your, your client or your patient's skin and be able to properly, um, recommend things, but you know what you do the best you can. Everybody's understanding, but that was definitely a new avenue for me. Um, doing skin consultations was different at first. You know, you get used to things. Um, of course, in person is still the best, but hey, you got to go with what you got and with what's going on, right? So this for was a sure. New For sure. Go with
0: the wave. And I think the most important thing is again, like making sure that you're doing whatever you can to kind of pivot with it and move certain aspects online. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that we're prepared moving forward in this industry. I feel like, especially that I think the beauty industry, cosmetic industry is the one that probably suffered the most because it really was shut down altogether. Mm -hmm. So I think like, you know, making sure that we're incorporating some kind of product sales in terms of, you know, being able to still offer something when doors have to be shut in case this ever does happen again, right? 100%.
1: Perfect.
0: Perfect. So this is my last question for you. (laughs) We're going to end this in the traditional Hey Social Babes way. And it's, (laughs) what is your favorite boss girl quote and why?
1: Okay, so this is going to be very uh, interesting because you're probably going to think, what? Well, it's actually one of my own. I'm, I'm not awesome. egotistical here. But <laughs> like I really had, you know, because it really took me a lot to get this quote out and to really phrase it properly. And this is what I say is, um, investing in your skin or investing in your business is like investing in real estate. Be patient, be consistent, and you will achieve a successful result. Ooh. I think that's... You know, yeah. (laughs) I love that. I'm so glad (laughs)
0: that was such a good one. It's so true though. Like you gotta be patient. Like don't just jump right into something because somebody else got it or it looks it looks nice on the outside. Like do your research, like just like really when you go to buy a house, you don't just look at the outside and you're like, oh yeah, I'm good. That's yep. for me. Like look at yes. those ingredients on the back of your products, you know, look into whatever it is that you're trying to invest in with your business. Like make sure you're doing that work because nobody likes getting into a house and yes. the crown molding's not done and the ceiling's falling down and the yes. bathtub leaks, <laughs> all
1: this stuff.
0: I love that so
1: much. That was such an awesome quote. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you like, and you know, really it's because my, you know, my family is a real estate background, and I kind of thought, hmm, yep, the way they do it, this is exactly how it is with your skin and your business as well. So I made the quote.
0: <laughs> that is so awesome. That was the perfect quote. That is one of my new favorite quotes for oh, sure. So cool. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you so much, Katsia, for being a
1: guest on the podcast. It was such an honor having you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's a privilege to be a guest on your podcast. So thank you so much, um, uh, Brittany, for. For letting me be on
0: it. The pleasure was all mine. Why don't you go ahead and tell us where we
1: can find you? Yes. So on Instagram and on Facebook, it's at feed your skin today. That's where you can find me and uh, just DM me any information. We can do skin consults. We can chat all about your skin, whatever it may be. I'll help you out.
0: That's awesome guys. Make sure you go ahead and follow Katya. I'll tag all her information in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode and I will see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.